everybody, and welcome to Crystals and Reiki for the Solar Plexus Chakra Balancing. Now, that was a mouthful. I am T. Gregory, a.k.a. Psychic T of PsychicT.com, and my co-host is Sarah Brown. Hi, Sarah. Hey, T. How you doing, girl? I'm good, and her website is journeyintoether.com. Now, I know we don't have the chat open. I waited too late. I was busy dealing with the kids, and, and oh, my gosh. Okay, so anybody, I'm just going to rant for like five seconds, but anybody that <laughs> followed me last year on Facebook knows that the first full week of October, we have what's called a fall festival, and it's right across the street from my house. So if you take like five steps out my front door, you're actually at the first ride. So it's like, oh my God, they're setting up those rides. It was so loud last year that I could not even do readings, classes, shows. So next week I have no readings, no classes, no shows. I'm going to have to shut it all down. The only way I'd be able to do any of that is to move because it is that loud. It shakes my whole house. And of course they would put the speaker to the whole fair on my corner. So it's annoying. And so, um, yeah, so I, I'm in that little transition right now. Huh. So anyway, besides that, I just want to try and put that little announcement out there. But besides that, um, today is my favorite, favorite chakra in the whole world. And anybody that knows me besides the third eye chakra knows that I'm a big power chakra freak. I always have my citrines. I, I am always ready. Why? Because when I'm a Taurus, I multitask like I'm crazy. Um, my mind goes 100 miles an hour, and I'm always coming up with new projects. I probably drive Sarah insane with every new project that I come up with, but solar plexus chakra, power chakra, I'm trying to tell you, this right here is my favorite. Which, and you know, I never even asked you what your favorite chakra is, Sarah, but I'm assuming it's probably like, um, and I'm not going to say sacral chakra and embarrass you. But <laughs> <laughs> she's young. She's married. What do you, you know, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's one of my favorites for many reasons. But, um, oh, wow, that's you know, that's a hard one. I'm going to say third eye because it has literally gotten me through life in the best way possible. It's It really is amazing to have this gift and to to have a little bit of insight sometimes into things that are going to happen or to be able to assist others. So third eye definitely. But solar plexus comes in at a close second because I'm all about – power i'm all about humor and laughter and kind of that confidence that personal power and if if anyone's around me for a long time they know that i'm about uplifting and and if if i'm around someone who is maybe weak-minded my goal is to always build them up assist them in in finding their personal power finding their light so it's pretty cool I like that. I like that. Yeah, usually I do work out as like my third chakra roll 24-7, my third and crown bit. Um, I'd have to say that the stones that I carry with me all the all the time, and I have a bracelet, and they and this bracelet has fluorite, rainbow moonstone, citrine, and carnelian, and that is so me. That is so me to a T. Um, the whole project, the creating and all that is your sacral and your, your solar plexus and then, of course, the third eye and the crown. So, yeah, so really cool. Okay, now, 
the very first stone I want to talk about tonight is my favorite, favorite, favorite stone, and I always talk about when I talk about solar plexus, is citrine. Why do I like citrine? Well, <laughs> citrine has so many amazing things going for it. We could, like, be here, like, the whole show just talking about citrine, so I'll try to kind of narrow it down. But um, here's the thing. <clears throat> Anybody that's heard me talk about my whole personal problems that I got going on up in here, you know, um, with the hubby and everything last year falling apart and, and me talking about my self-esteem was, like, to the ground. And then yesterday I talked a whole lot about self-esteem and self-worth on my show yesterday, Tea Time with Tea. But I'm trying to tell you, for the past two years, I have just been feeling terrible, you know, like um, no self-worth, no, you know, didn't love myself, didn't care what happened to me, didn't wear any makeup, didn't do my hair, didn't care what clothes I wore. God would go to the store in pajamas. I, didn't, I just didn't care anymore. Um, <laughs> the one thing I like about, the, I know, right, the one thing I like about the citrine is that it is supposed to, like, increase your self-esteem and your self-worth and kind of help you put a value on yourself. Um, and, you know, I, I want to say that love value, but anybody that knows T knows I do not open my heart chakra ever, and I do not carry any heart chakra stones ever. So the citrine has to be the next best thing for me. Um, and I know you empaths out there know what I'm talking about. So everybody else is going, oh, girl, no, you have to open your heart chakra. Uh, no, I don't. Let me tell you why. <laughs> I am very empathetic. I, I am such an empath. Everything affects me. And I just cannot open my heart chakra or use heart chakra stones. So I have to rely on the citrine. And, and, you know, that's just the one thing that, oh, and, and citrine also protects you from the negativity from someone else's abuse. So if you're in an abusive relationship, that citrine will protect that negativity from affecting you. It's not going to say that negativity is never going to be focused at you, but how you react to it and project it back is what matters. And citrine really helps with that. What do you use, Sarah? Uh, well, being a female for my power stone, I actually really prefer amber. Um, amber is one of those just manifestation stones that's, that's super powerful, and it it also has to do with your emotions. And a lot of a lot of huge amount of personal power is based on your emotions and how you feel about yourself. Uh, because then that's reflected in how you carry yourself through life and the decisions that you make. Uh, so I'm one of those people that I get irritated really easily, actually. And um, Amber actually helps me to kind of take that stress and that anger and and that irritation and just kind of smooth it away. Uh, and so it's, I would say that citrine is, is more of like a high vibration um, clearing stone and, and powerful stone, whereas the amber is going to be a little bit smoother. And that's that's how I feel about it. Mm, I love amber. You know, I like the orange amber for the sacral chakra. Um, the yellow amber for me, I've never really worked with. Of course, I'm a, I love my citrine. So, you know, mm -hmm. but, um, I've heard a lot of people talk about how they love yellow amber. And, you know, one, it's so hard to find. <laughs> and two, um, I just never really thought to use it, you know, because I do love my citrine, you know, going back to where, you know, Sarah says, you know, always go with the stones that call to you, you know. And we here we just like to give you an idea 
of the stones that we use that could help you because a lot of people, the, the reason why I wrote my book, um, uh, what is it, Common Sense Crystals for the Everyday Chakra. You know, <laughs> What's your book I, I'm like, what's the name of my book? I'm like, what the hell? Oh, my God, girl. <laughs> I know, and you can buy my book at PsychicTea.com. Just click on books. But it's kind of like a beginner's guide. You know, I did not write this book for advanced chakra people. You know, that's my next book. Mm-hmm. But this one is a beginner's book for somebody that's not real familiar with crystals. You might just now be learning about chakras. And that's what this book is. It's like a little handbook to help you get started, basically. Um, but another stone that I like a lot, and then I'll move on to some cleansing and self-reiki and charging and all that great stuff. But another one that I like a lot is rutilated quartz. Now, a lot of people will tell you that that is not a solar plexus chakra stone, but let me tell you something. <laughs> I love golden rutilated quartz. It's not like termalated quartz where you have like the milky white with the black, you know, rods going through it. This one is like a clear quartz. But it has all these beautiful golden rutilated quartz rods going through it. Oh, my God, all these rutilated rods. And they're so beautiful. 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 And, and when you hold them up to the sun, it's almost as if all these little rods, they almost look like a DNA of energy. I just love them. And for me, I love it because sometimes I feel like I hinder my own spiritual growth. True story, I know, (laughs) but I tend to sometimes throw a lot of obstacles in my own path that creates blocks, things I should ignore, things I shouldn't worry about, things I shouldn't deal with, but do anyway because, again, I'm very empathic, so I feel the need to help, okay? (laughs) So we all know what that's about. So um, I really like this stone because what it does is it, it, it tends to help remove those barriers that you have, you know, those obstacles that you've created, you know, on your path, and so I carry it when I feel like I'm having a really stressful day and I feel like that I'm helping people that don't want to be helped or, or can't help themselves or somebody's taking advantage of me or, or, or something's hindering my path, I'll carry it around. And I tell you what, it gives me so much positive energy, but it helps me um, get rid of all that negativity from everybody else and think about me and my spiritual growth. And it's also a great cleansing and energizing stone. And when I say that, cleansing stone, everybody's like, well, quartz does that and all these others do that. But but listen, different kinds of quartz cleanse different kinds of energies. And this mm-hmm. one cleanses that spiritual growth energy that I need. And so when I feel like I'm being hindered, then the quartz, the rutilated, the golden rutilation comes in and it surrounds all that negativity and it just disperses it so I can focus on me again. So that, I love that for the solar plexus. So, so what do you use as kind of your cleansing energy stone for your solar plexus, Sarah? Well, the rutilated is fantastic, definitely. And that, for me, the rutilated is a programming stone. It's almost like, it, it programs you to where you're supposed to be. It, it re, realigns your energetics that have kind of gotten a little bit muddy. Um, but I would I would say the citrine or an ametrine is something that I use for cleansing. Uh, once again, going back to that citrine, it's almost like you can use it on every single chakra. <laughs> but it's just amazing. It's amazing. And it, it is really high vibration and it has that punch where as soon as you hold it, it you feel it kind of reverberate through your body. And to me, that's that's the punch that I'm looking for. I, I like things instantaneously. 
And so citrine by far is is the best. Now, and I will take your questions, and again, how do you ask questions on the radio shows when chat's not even open? <laughs> so what you do is you go over to Facebook and you click on Psychic Tea Radio TV. Now that's facebook.com forward slash Psychic Tea Radio TV, one word. You go to my Facebook page there and you can send a private message. And we do have uh, messages I've been getting all today for today's show. So we will address those in a minute. So right now I want to talk about the balancing and the self-reiki part because, again, I was talking about how I was using my rutilated quartz, and, and so how do you use that? I know everybody's next question is, okay, great, you guys have the stones, but how do you use them? Okay, well, what I do, and Sarah probably does something completely different because each person will do their own thing, but what I do for me personally is I do the five-minute self-reiki on each chakra, so when I feel like that, that I want to work on that chakra. It, it doesn't even have to be that specific chakra. It could be any chakra that you need to work on. I take that stone, which is my golden rutilated quartz, and I put it right there on my solar plexus chakra, which is right there um, around your navel area, around your little belly button, and I put that right on there, and I hold it for five minutes. And what I do is I pretend like I'm breathing in yellow light, and I'm breathing out, I'm exhaling black light or negativity or, or dark light, you know, so I'm breathing in that good, healthy yellow light, and then I'm breathing out, you know, that dark, dark negativity. So that's how I do that. And then I do that for five minutes. When I am done, I swear I am so much different. It's like it never happened. The anger's gone, the stress is gone, and I'm able to focus on my work again. I know I get all these questions about tea. How do you keep going? How do you do it? You have all those kids. You have this, you have that, you have this, you have that, you have this, you have that. I have like 10 things going at once. And I'm like, honey, it's a lot of crystals, a lot of sales breaking, and a lot of pop. And that's how I get through it. But you do what you got to do. I'm trying to tell you. So, Sarah, what do you do? And and for all you West Coasters, pop is soda. <laughs> um, I love it. Pop. Uh, so specifically for for my plexus, uh, what I do is is I I prefer to take two stones, one in each hand. So whether they're two of the same stones or or whatever I'm drawn to for my solar plexus that day, um, which I want to give a shout out to turquoise because that's a major power stone. And even though the color isn't right for the solar plexus, the energy is amazing. Uh, so I'll hold one stone in each hand, and I'll begin to feel and imagine the stones vibrating really, really, really fast, right? Almost like you have your hands on um, like your dryer when it's going through a drying mode. And, and I'll feel my hands heat up, and then I'll actually watch the energy travel up my arms, into my shoulders, and then kind of pour down as if, as if like my arms are tubes filling with water, pour down into my chest cavity and go straight to my plexus, the point above your belly button and below your heart. And just watch that vibration, feel that heat, watch the colors travel into your solar plexus and swirl around, and then I drop everything and so then I just allow it to kind of flush through my body and out the bottom of my feet and and I'll just keep imagining that 
cycle as if as if someone's turned on a hose into both of my arms and the hose is just traveling, water's traveling up my arms, down my shoulders, into my stomach, throwing around my stomach, my plexus area, and then dropping out the bottom of my feet until I feel better, until I feel like everything's been cleared. And sometimes I'll even kind of recheck myself and and psychically look at my energy system. And if there's still, you know, something dark around my plexus or if, if things aren't feeling 100% set, then I'll do it again. And so that's really what, what I like to do. That's a really good way. Okay, so what I want to talk about is that turquoise you're talking about because you know that <laughs> here we go with the turquoise. Me and you go round and round with your turquoise. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's always got her two cents in. <laughs> I always got to my two cents in, especially when it comes to turquoise because I'm not a turquoise person. But I have to tell you that yellow turquoise, I happen to have a lot of it. I've been making – this is so funny that she talks about it for today's show because I thought she would, like, wait and save that for, like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't know. She she loves her turquoise. But um, she even sent me a picture <laughs> yesterday, last night, and what do you have on it? Turquoise. <laughs> what hey, but that wasn't what I would choose. I love orange stones, but I I had to make I had to make a kind of a prototype of something that I'm doing a Sedona retreat uh, next week actually, and we're going to be creating our own selenite wands with wire wrapping and beads and stones. And so I made a prototype of one that would appeal to everyone. That does not necessarily mean that that appeals to me at all. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, we know. But there are are different colors of turquoise. So there's like, you know, there's like a blue, like a greenish, and then there's like a yellow. And the yellow turquoise is really good. Let me tell you, I I have a lot of stomach problems. I do. My stomach always hurts. Shut up, Sarah. Sarah's like, all them kids you done had. But no. No, no. No, that's actually (laughs) what I wanted to get to next on the show was issues with reflexes. So this is good you're bringing this up. Yes, I, I have a lot of stomach problems. A lot. I'm sick all the all the time. I'm always having I always have like these really horrible stomach problems. But yellow turquoise is really good for that. And I do have some yellow turquoise and I'll probably I'll probably use it tonight to do some self reiki because my of my stomach. But I have a lot of stomach problems. But um Yellow turquoise is actually really, really good for that. So, But I knew she was going to bring up turquoise. I just knew she was going to. <laughs> so anyway, so, okay, yeah. so what we'll do is we'll <laughs> – I know. So we'll go over here and we'll go over to the Facebook page where we do have several questions for today's show. Um, I love this idea. I love doing the questions on the Facebook page. Fun, fun. Okay. Uh, we'll just skip the turquoise question. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here I know, right? Okay, so here's Elizabeth, and she wants to know. Okay, see, here's somebody else. She has, she says she has IBS. She says I have IBS, and wait, irritable bowel syndrome. I think that's what that is. Mm-hmm. And she wants to know what stone she could use that would be good for that. Now I'm thinking the yellow turquoise we just talked about. What are you thinking, Sarah? Uh, yellow turquoise, yeah, and also that smooth amber energy is really going to help with the IBS. And IBS definitely is your your chakra is off, girl, because when your power chakra is off, you're going to have issues with your stomach, your intestines, your adrenals, 
think about like when people get really stressed out and kind of their stomach just drops out on them or they don't feel hungry anymore or they make themselves sick like Little Miss T. That Mm -hmm. all has to do with your solar plexus chakra. So I'm feeling like the smooth energy of of a light-colored amber or a yellow amber is going to be really good to kind of assist in releasing all of that tension in the bowels. Now, see, that's what I need to use is the amber because the amber actually is good for, like, the kidneys. And I get, I have, well, right now you guys know I'm, like, on my third dose of antibiotics for this severe kidney infection I had. And it was crazy Mm -hmm. because you guys know how I knew I had a kidney infection. Right behind my right knee started hurting so bad I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk. And when I went to the actual hospital, it was because my kidneys were so infected. It was affecting my the backs of my knees. How weird is that? How weird is that? I never even heard of that. It's I'm thinking about, like, the Chinese medicine pressure points and Ayurvedic me- medicine and things like that. And you know, T, that kidneys are directly related with being, quote, unquote, pissed off at a partner right? They say piss like peeing because your kidneys have to do with your urine output. But um, I'm not surprised with the week that you went through last week and then developing this kidney infection. That's That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. I've, been, I've had a really stressful personal life for the past year, if anybody doesn't know. Please don't get me started. We'll be here all day. But I, <laughs> we won't get you started on it. <laughs> I know, we'll be here. It will turn into a different kind of show, quote, unquote. Okay, so we'll save that for another day. Quote, so unquote. I'm definitely going to try the Amber tonight for that and see how that does. Okay, so moving on to our next question. Okay, oh, this is a good one, and I actually was going to talk about this tonight. They're talking about how do you charge your solar plexus stones. Now, for the solar plexus stones, I like to think of the grounding method, which is like the burying in the earth um, that um, Sarah always talks about doing. You know, I'm a moon girl. I put all mine in the moon because I think it's safe for any crystal. Moon charging is safe for any crystal where some you can't put in sea salt, some you can't put in water, some you can't put in the sunlight, and so on and so forth. So I, I say, who's got time to wonder all that? I just put them in the moon. But for the lower chakras, I like to bury them in the earth. And I'll let Sarah tell you how to do that. <laughs> well, it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, take your crystals. You can even put them in like a little uh, burlap sack or, sack or some cheesecloth or something like that so that they're, they're all kind of together. That way you don't have to do as much digging. But you want to just put them down into the ground, six inches to a foot, Cover those suckers up and leave them there for at least two weeks, at least two weeks. And and just let them recharge from the earth, which is where they came from. It's It seems pretty self-explanatory, and and that's the, the literal best way to recharge your crystals. Um, for me, solar plexus crystals, I also like to just bury them in sea salt for a little bit because that – Sea salt is such a high vibration and it's so clearing. And your plexus, your power center, is like your vibration center of your body, right? And so that's another thing that I like to do for for the plexus crystals. 
Now, when you bury them, do you choose any, like, certain time of day or night or moon to do it, or do you just do it any time? Uh, I normally do it any time, but we actually, I think on October 8th, we have a full moon eclipse, or there's something going on October 8th, and that is feeling like a really, really powerful time for me, and so... um, you know, even better, right, to bury your crystals during that time because the entire earth is is affected by the moon cycles and the sun cycles. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm a moon girl, like I said. <laughs> I wait to yeah. like the moon or super moon. Look, when we had that super harvest moon, look, you guys, if you just came to my house, you'd be like, what is this, a, a metaphysical shop? There was, like, crystals in every window around the whole house. It was like, what is she doing? What are we doing? And they were, like, everywhere. They probably glistened in the moon, and people were like, what? What, what are we doing? But, um, yeah, it was really weird. But I had them everywhere. And then the next day, of course, I'm going, and I'm hurrying and gathering before the sun hits them. So, yeah, it was crazy. But I love, love, love moonlight for anything, especially charging or whatever. Now, um, cleansing, same way. You know, um, I I know ch- cleansing and charging. There's like a difference between the cleansing and charging. Um, the way I do mine, and again, I, you know, I hate telling people to do it certain ways because some stones can't do what other stones. So I always say moon. But if you have to take something and you feel like the moon didn't work and you feel like it really needs cleanse, especially if you're like taking these ambers and you're you're absorbing all that negativity and all that energy. For, and, and sickness mm-hmm. from your kidneys or from your stomach. I mean, how would you suggest people cleanse that crystal? Because I know sometimes burying it, people get in there like, okay, but I still feel like there's, there's, it, it's not cleansed. It's not enough. So, so what would you suggest then? Uh, for me, cleansing as well as sea salt because it's just it literally like removes any kind of negativity. I mean, sea salt is the go-to for for if you feel like you've got bad stuff in your house. Sea salt, I use it a lot when I'm doing healing sessions, have people on a table, and what I do is I just kind of like guide all that darkness out of the person and down into salt and let it dissolve everything. So that's that's really my big go-to. And besides your crystals, you know, having some crumbles of salt all over them, you're really not putting them in that much danger as far as like putting them in the water or burying them and forgetting about them or whatnot. What about you, T? I I do the salt thing too, um, but I do like the sage, like I'll light the sage stick and I'll put it through. A lot of people think that if you're not adding the sea salt to the water, you're really not quote unquote washing, cleansing the crystals. And and you're uh-huh. not trying to wash like wash dirt off of it. You're trying to wash energy off of it. So the sea salt by mm-hmm. itself does actually work. So if you're scared that your crystal may not be able to withstand water or it might crack or it might dissolve, then just plain sea salt. And then just take like an old little paintbrush and just you can wipe it off that way. And that, you know, that's what I do. That way moon and just plain sea salt works for me. That way I don't have to worry about if this stone can take it or not. Those are the two safest ways I know. So I just suggest it to everybody. And it's funny, Sarah, because as we were talking, this girl actually messaged me. I'm not going to give you her name, but she actually messaged me and put, oh, T, rhodochrosite is wonderful for your kidneys. Honey, let me tell you something. Rhodochrosite <laughs> is for, <laughs> is for reproductive, reproductive organs. You would not catch that within an inch of my house, okay? <laughs> Don't bring no rhodochrosite <laughs> here for T. 
these re- reproductive organs don't need it, don't want it. Okay? Letting you know, thank you for the advice, though, but mm, thank you. Okay. So anyway, no, no. No more kids over here. Okay, so anyway, that was a great show. I know me and Sarah, we'd be like clowning. But me and Sarah have another show. I think it's Friday. I actually have a show every single day this week. So if you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Psychic Tea, you can find out when my next show is or follow me on Facebook at Psychic Tea Radio TV. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. I know it's always an, an adventure with me and Sarah. So <laughs> we just keep it real, people. But if you have any questions or we missed something, please let us know, and we'll be sure to put it into the next show. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in tonight. And catch our next show um, Friday, Soul Sister Connection. So thank you, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night, Sarah. Good night, T. Thanks, everyone.